Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. For anyone who wants to make money and make a difference, grow and leverage your enterprise better, get more done in less time, outsource everything and create your ideal lifestyle. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. I have a simple cure for you for when you put things off. The things you're procrastinating, delaying, those, you know, uh, Brian Tracy calls them the frogs, the things that grow bigger and bigger and bigger in your mind, but you get more and more scared of doing them and you just put them off and then they nag and nag and get bigger and then the pain gets bigger and I've got a simple cure for that. So welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast and live video podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Here it is. And it's a simple thing that you can ask yourself is, how will I feel afterwards? So in the moment where you can't be bothered to go to the gym, or you've got a problem client or a customer service issue to deal with, or you've got a conflict that you know the only way to sort it is to pick up the phone and speak to them, but you're doing it over email and you're hiding, etc. Ask yourself in the moment, how will I feel afterwards? Now, we'll come back to that in a minute. If you're tuning in live, say hi, tell me where you're from, give me a thumbs up or a smiley face. Now, I'll give you a couple of little examples. I'm sure you frequently know that your health is your wealth, so you want to go to the gym or do some exercise. I mean, who doesn't? But in that moment, after work or whenever you're supposed to do it, you can't be bothered. So you take the easy route out. And then what happens is you take the easy route out, and then afterwards you feel even more guilty because the pain of not doing it compounds. Then you start beating yourself up. It's the same with eating. It's the same with any frog that you're putting off that you're supposed to eat. So you know a time when you've done the thing that you really didn't want to do and you know how great you felt afterwards and it increased your self-worth and you told yourself there and then that you're going to be doing that every time and then you don't. So next time you feel like that, bottle that feeling, feel how that feels. Try and almost compound the feeling of how you're feeling it in that moment so that you've captured it. You know when you listen to a song and you hadn't heard it for 15 or 20 years and then you heard it and then you were immediately taken back to that moment. Gemma and I were playing a load of wedding songs. We're getting married in nearly two months. That's scary. And we were playing a load of songs and we were listening to songs. And it was very emotional. And we played a song that we both loved. And we instantly remembered where we were and what we were doing when we listened to the song. Because there's a strong emotion there that's been anchored. Now, that's what you want to do. So I want you to catch yourself next time you do something that was hard, that you didn't want to do, that you wanted to put off, that you ended up doing, maybe because you had to do it. And then how you felt and anchor that feeling and just say to yourself, this is an amazing feeling. I know how this feels. I want to feel this again. And then, I mean, some people even do like some kind of tapping or power anchor or something like that. I don't know. Maybe you could try that. And then next time you can't be out to the gym or you don't want to deal with the conflict or you've got a, a struggle or, you know, the hard task like writing the book or whatever, you're putting it off. Pause. Have the parallel universe moment where you say to yourself, how will I feel after I've done this? I know how I feel. I feel amazing. So then go do the thing. Now, by the way, if you've tried that and you're struggling with that, the sort of even more simple answer is to get someone to hold you accountable. Get a mentor, get a coach, pay someone a load of money to come over your house and beast you until you've done it, whether that's a personal trainer or a mentor or a business coach or, you know, someone who you have to sink your weekly accountability to and then they chase you up. Have you done it yet? Have you done it yet? Have you done it? In the end, you'll get sick of your own excuses and you'll go and do it just because you're pissed off with listening to yourself. 
So, hey, look, if you've tried this and you're struggling, take the accountability outside of yourself. Get yourself out of the equation. But whilst that works, and it does work, and it's a good way to game yourself, it's kind of a bit of a cop-out, because there's always going to be times when the coach isn't there, the mentor isn't there, where you know you need to do that hard thing. So a couple of examples of that are, I think the best gym workouts you'll ever do are the workouts that you couldn't be bothered to do, that you did, that you struggled, that you only kind of did a bit half-assed, but you did it anyway. Because anyone go to the gym and pump the weights and you know, run when you're feeling good and you know, you've got a training partner and all these things. But the best workouts are the workouts that you couldn't be bothered to do, that you struggled through, and you did. They also increase your self-esteem. Uh, I was doing an online training, 8 p.m. Now, I get up really early, 5.30, so by kind of 6 p.m., I'm done. I don't do evening trainings or work or anything because I'm just like there comatose watching billions, which is great. And uh, it was about 6.30, and I was like, oh, I feel rubbish. I want to cancel this. I don't want to do it. Thankfully, there were 3,015 people booked on, so accountability. I couldn't back out. I wanted to back out. Couldn't back out because I was going to let too many people down. But I thought, you know what? How, what's going to make me feel great? So I've just bought this new road bike because I'm getting married in eight weeks and I need to fit into my Tom Ford suit, extreme measures and all that. This twitchy fast thing is scary as heck. And I thought, you know what? How will I feel if I pump out like eight or nine miles as fast as I can? I know I feel great. I don't want to do it. Put your headphones on, put a podcast in and blitz it and go. And I did it. And the great thing is, the destination is sort of four and a half miles out. So you've got to get there and then you've got to get back. So there's all this accountability. And by the time I came in at 7.15 p.m. or whatever time it was, I was absolutely buzzing, felt amazing, anchor the feeling, increase the self-worth so that next time it gets easier and easier. So let me just remind you, the question you ask yourself is, how will I feel once I've done it? Then the process is, Remind yourself that you felt great before. You know this is one of those moments. Hold your breath, go do it. So just get on your bike and ride. Or just pick up the phone and call the person who you know, you've got conflict with. Or you want to repair a relationship with. Or you want to say sorry. Or a massive email that you have to reply to that takes a lot of thought and research. Just open it, hit reply and start. And this is like a sort of, your confidence goes up or down according to this. So what will happen is when you do this, your self-esteem will go up, which will mean it's easier next time. But when you don't do it, you'll beat yourself up. Your self-esteem will go down a bit and then it will be harder next time. So it's like a battery life, you know, your life force energy. So it compounds in the positive or it compounds in the negative each time you don't have a chance to do that. Now, I used to deal with conflict over email or text, i.e. not face to face, because it can be hard. And I didn't necessarily like conflict. But what I found is email can be misinterpreted. People communicate very differently on email, a lot more aggressively and in a more passive aggressive way. You can't read the signs. You can't, you don't understand how they actually really feel. And so a few years ago, I taught myself as soon as it comes in and I know it's a conflict, pick up the phone and call them. Because even just the art of picking up the phone, even if they don't answer, shows you're willing to reach out. Now, yes, you could book a coffee and go and meet them. That would be great. But of course, that can be put off and put off and put off and put off. So it's kind of like, hold your breath, go do it. I used to have real problems with meeting people. So I was taught the three second rule. I mean, this is networking, also dating and relationships. So, you know, you see someone you want to go and talk to, networking or even more intimately, hold your breath, three second rule, go and, go and walk over and speak to them before those three seconds are up. How will you feel afterwards? 
Of course, what you do is picture this massive thing that could go wrong, you know, and that they'll, they'll stop the music. This psycho, he wants to date me. He's a weirdo. He's got a massive ginger beard. He's a freak. Bouncers, kick him out. That's, that's how I used to perceive if I ever approached someone. So I'm playing this terrible movie in my head. So you've got to pattern interrupt yourself, stop the movie, go over, because it's never as bad as you think, when it's a lot better than you think, and you actually get some good results, and then you su- su- surprise yourself, then your self-worth goes up, then your money goes up, and then, you know, things are a lot better. So I hope you found this disruptive entrepreneur live feed video and audio podcast useful. This is the Caffeine Cast edition. Uh, make sure you're in the Disruptive Entrepreneurs community on Facebook. There's 5,150 of us from 164 countries where I do it, write a lot of blogs, do a lot of video posts. We, we discuss uh, like the, the best books, the uh, best other podcasts and audios. We mastermind, we hold each other accountable. It's free. So see you there. If you just search Disruptive Entrepreneur Community in Facebook, you'll find us. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Rob again, stay with me here because I've got a gift for you. I get asked for these a lot and I thought, well, I'll leverage my time and yours and I will put these four things I get asked a lot into a free gift for you. So if you go to tiny.cc forward slash Rob's report, then what I've done is I've written for you an article on the top 21 apps I use to create the mobile lifestyle. I've written an article on the 14, my most favorite educational, inspirational, informative documentaries of the most inspiring people in the world. I've written uh, which ones they are and a synopsis of each one. I'm very well known for having lots of very specific goals, detailed vision values. So I'm sharing with you my particular document I use, I've PDF'd it for you. And also the fastest ways I know to make money for startup and scale up entrepreneurs. So I've written an article and a detailed report on each one. I've put them all into one. And all you have to do is go to tiny.cc forward slash Rob's report. You get those for free. I'll never ask anything from you. Spam, I'll never spam you, never sell to you. And then also once a week, I'll send you a new article or a new video content that's a bit different that maybe you wouldn't get normally from the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. So I hope you find that useful. Remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.